Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart. I am coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. Nothing special going on. I'm just home for the summer. So <laughs> that's what it is. And it's kind of kind of on on brand for today, I guess. Well, it's kind of what today's topic is all about. So today it's obviously still going to be in the realm of health because that's kind of the point of this podcast, but a little bit on a side that I don't think you would necessarily think of when you think of health or um, illnesses or whatever. A quick update. I Quick update. I'm just going to tell you about what I did last week. So I moved out of my apartment uh, that like at my university and I flew home. I had a family reunion, which I made a post about. It was great. It was wonderful. Love you, family. Thanks for listening to those of you who listen. Um, But it was one of those things where it was, it was tiring. And as much as I love my family and love hanging out with my family, and it was so great to see like some of my extended family that I haven't seen in a really long time, there were times where I needed to take a break. I would go upstairs I would take half an hour or an hour to myself. There was one day in particular where we were spending the entire day with everyone and I just needed a break because my head was pounding and it was like a combination of all things, just swimming in the sun and the excitement and all of the noises and the various um, stimuli. So I definitely needed a break. So that was that. Some people just need a break from their family because they just can't stand their family. Luckily, I can stand them, so my breaks were few and far between. That's that, and both are okay. Um, so that that was this kind of weekend. I'm kind of settling back into the summer routine. It's a little different because... I have some things planned for the summer, but I'm not quite working, but I'm doing weird odd jobs before I go away for London. It's just kind of a, um, a cacophony of things and ra- like random, fun, exciting, not so exciting things. So I also started working out again. Maybe I'll do an episode on that. And your girl is sore. Just sitting down to record this podcast, I I could hardly, I collapsed into the chair because my legs were so sore but you know who knows maybe if I keep this up I'll show a progress photo you know when you take like the first picture of your progress photo excuse me when you take that first picture and you take your first measurements or whatever you guys do to you know try and track progress in a fitness way and you're (laughs) and you just are just a little a little sad. You're like, okay, this is the before. I hope I get an after. So we'll see if at the end of the summer I keep it up. I plan to, you know, you know how I say just getting back on the horse and trying your hardest. And so I'm trying my hardest to get back on the horse and I have a little bit more time and time to take a nap after I work out. So I think that's, those are all good things. Okay, enough of all that. Time to get to the topic of the week. Um, and it is long distance relationships. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, Maddie, you dingus. 
what do long distance what do long distance relationships have to do with your health guys let me tell you okay so first of all I am in Las Vegas, established. Don't come find me. Um, <laughs> Martin is in New Jersey. Don't go find him. Unless he wants you to. Um, so we are across the country. And then in September, we'll be across the sea from each other. Where I'm about to hop the pond and go to the mother motherland. Um, I don't think... London is my motherland. I think Ireland is my motherland. Whatever. Um, so we will be doing long distance for probably the next year and a half, which is bummer central, personally. I'm bummed about it, but what can you do? We've done long distance before. We did it last summer for three months. Um, I was in Vegas for one of those months, and then I went to Germany for two of those months. So we did kind of the big time change and the really long flight away. However, for this one, we're planning on like trips to visit and all of that fun stuff because it's traveling, it's exploring. So we'll we'll get that figured out. But so that that's kind of the basis, the foundation of this topic. And I just wanted to look at it from a health point of view because I didn't really think of it in this way before and then I was driving in the car and I had this thought and I was like oh I'm doing my health stuff alone again and not to say that I don't have the support of my family and my friend well I don't really have any friends left in Vegas other than my family a couple um so the family and the few friends that I have left in Vegas um to to support me and of course my doctors are here so I have their support it just came from the point of Martin is such a big help to me in New Jersey he is able to see immediately when something is off with me if he knows when my head is off. He can just see from my facial expressions and my body language what's wrong. Because we, I mean, we spent, we lived together for like a year, basically. And so, of course, he would be able to kind of tune into those types of things, so to speak. And so he, he was really on top of it. He was great. And it was something that I don't think I took for granted, but something that I didn't quite think about as much as, or I didn't think, I didn't think, it's the moral of the story. <laughs> um, so now that I'm, re I'm now realizing it, obviously, because I'm far away from him and that's how those things work, but I just don't have him there to massage my head if I get a headache at night or to adjust me immediately and get into my brain stuff, like my brain exercises immediately. That's something that I can do in Vegas, but I have to schedule an appointment. And as much as my mom knows about my health stuff, she never quite learned kind of the physical stuff that Martin had to learn because we were so far away and didn't have anyone to do it in New Jersey. And just having someone who completely understood everything about everything, I feel. I mean, obviously, he couldn't understand exactly, but, like, he knew how to deal with me in a way. 
<clears throat> and so <laughs> clearing my throat a lot, got all that good, good phlegm just living there, just hugging, hugging my throat. <laughs> um, I digress. Uh, so it's been kind of a journey for me to realize that I'm kind of, I have to be independent again. I have to learn how to be independent with these illnesses. And of course, it's me who's dealing with the illnesses and it's like happening to my body and it's affecting me directly. But I guess I never realized how much he helped. And so being long distance, especially when I'm in London, because Vegas, Las Vegas is a nice buffer before I go to London because Las Vegas takes me away from him. So takes him out of the equation, but I still have resources to help me. When I go to London, it's going to be me. It's going to be me, myself and I, and I guess the tools I have to help me, which is basically my knowledge of myself and my brain exercises and things like that and keeping my health in check it's gonna all be me in London and of course I can go see a doctor or I could go to a hospital or something if something gets really bad of course but for the most part I'm gonna be relying on myself and so that's something I'm going to have to learn how to do and becoming and finding that independence again, which is, it could be totally scary if you're dealing with that, where you feel like you have no one to help you, but also kind of liberating because then, I don't know, I feel like it'll be wonderful knowing that I can do anything by myself or go anywhere I want, which I did in Germany, but it was a shortened period of time. So there was kind of leeway there. And I'll talk more on that subject in a little bit. But finding that independence and knowing that I can do things myself. And a lot of people, sometimes people's illnesses don't, don't quite condone that. You can't, you need someone, which is totally fine because every illness is different. Sorry, or difference. (laughs) Every illness is different or you need special equipment or special medication that you can only get in certain areas. And that, that can't be helped, unfortunately. But just the knowledge of being able to live by yourself and help yourself in that situation. So for me, independence is going to be huge and it's going to be exciting and scary and hard. And I know this summer is going to be both the most difficult and exciting time for me because I, I'm done with college. I'm going into my master's program. It's going to be a year long. It's going to be probably from what I read on the internet, um, very physically and emotionally draining. And so I have to completely prepare myself for that this summer. And that's nice. That's That'll be good. It'll be fun, but it will be hard. But I'll have my independence by the end of it. And of course, some things will like go astray and I'm not saying that I'm completely dependent on Martin like I can live without him I'll be sad I cried at the airport uh you know all that stuff (laughs) um I'm not completely he doesn't rule my life and I don't rule his I'm just saying that we had a very good coexistence and so it was very very hard to kind of break up that routine and regularity regular regularity regu Mm -hmm. See, who's going to help me find words? 
who's going to be my vocabulary bank without him here? Um, but so it basically broke up the routine. And honestly, I feel sometimes with illnesses, routine is very good because you kind of know where you're at and you are able to kind of follow this certain path. Obviously, breaking up the routine is great and all that. But it's hard when you're constantly breaking up, breaking it up, especially when you go to college far away from home, because then it's always a change in location and things like that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Off she goes. Off she goes. Um, so that's kind of my perspective about it. And I, yeah. And then I, there's the other, that's kind of the physical aspect of it. Cause obviously it's very physical because someone was there minus one. Someone is not there. He's still in this realm but in this world, obviously, but I just have to contact him in a different way. And it's through a screen rather than me being able to grasp him and say, hello, physical being. Yes. Um, so that's kind of the physical side of it. I also wanted to talk about kind of just the emotions that go with it too and how it can be emotionally taxing. I'm sure if anyone's out there in a long distance relationship, you get it. You're your partner, your person is further away than you would like. It's not easy to get to them. You both are busy. You both have lives. So you want to keep talking. But sometimes I find that sometimes we're just saying, I love you. I love you. I love you throughout the day. And we don't have that conversation like we used to have when we're together. And it's all about finding that balance and not letting it affect me too emotionally. Because if I am constantly thinking about, oh, I'm so sad. He's so far away what am I going to do? I'm so alone. Like I don't have him. If I'm constantly feeding those thoughts, it just breaks it up in me. And anytime we talk on the phone, I start crying because I'm like, I miss you. So it's just about finding that balance, I think, for me. And also finding that balance with him and checking in with him and making sure that he's okay too. Because I think that's a, it's a, it's the partnership. Because when you're away, maybe you think you're very into yourself and you need to content, like continue to be into your person um, in more ways than one. Um, but so I, I think of it in the health way as, first of all, of course, like me figuring out my emotions. You guys know, I think I've said it a lot when I um, am really emotional or stressed out or um, very stimulated. That can really cause brain episodes. So it's about keeping that in check for myself and making sure that my body is still kind of on this even keel to where nothing tilts and throws off like the equilibrium of my body. <laughs> Look at me using these fancy words. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of making sure that my body stays cool and calm and is able to continue doing what I need to do without a big jolt of emotion throwing me off. And because that jolt of emotion throws me off, maybe I'm more tired. And because I'm more tired, I'm more emotional. And that's a perpetual spiral that will lead to a brain episode ultimately. So it's just figuring out what is what is best for my emotions and my emotional state. And kind of continuing down that calm path instead of freaking out because he's not here. Or being sad because I don't have my best friend with me. So that... But also the emotional state that this illness causes for him. 
that was kind of a long, like broken up sentence, but <laughs> you get it. So for him, my main, the main thing that comes to my mind or like the main example for me is that we usually FaceTime every night. It's just kind of a routine, even if it's five minutes, even if I fall asleep on the phone, even if he falls asleep on the phone, it's just, it's just something we do. It's to kind of connect and make sure we see each other for the day. But also what happens on FaceTime, and this was happening a lot in Germany because all of those stressors were happening to me in Germany. I was missing him. I was taking six hours of language class a day. I was being physical. I was walking to and from campus to like an hour and a half a day. I had great friends, but I also felt lonely and it, I was in a different country. It was incredible. It was as much as it was incredible. It was a little bit hard and stressful too. And it was the end of my, va or my vacation, the end of my trip to Germany when my brain really started to act up again. And I think those stressors really got to me. But what would happen was I would have a brain episode on the phone and Martin would just have to sit there and watch. He could, obviously he consoled me and tried to do his best and tried to give me advice. But for the most part, he had to just sit there and watch me and he couldn't do anything. And I can't imagine that if he was having something kind of serious going on and me not being able to really be there to help him and like actually, especially with brain episodes, because he could physically help me in those situations. And so knowing that he couldn't, I, I realized that he was also going through it with me. Maybe he wasn't feeling the physical part, but like that, that's a downer, man. And so for me, that clicked for me, realizing that not only was I going through these medical issues by myself, but he was too. He was going, f he was dealing with the aftermath himself. And it was because a lot of times when I would have brain episodes or something, we would talk it out the next day. He would tell me what would happen. We would just talk about it because I don't know, talking's healthy. So <laughs> we would do that. But then it would happen on the phone and obviously we could talk it out on the phone, but it just, it was different. So it was kind of navigating that, but mainly me realizing that like he has emotions too and he's feeling things as well. And before I, before we went or when I'm away, I cry a lot more than he does. I don't know. It's just, I just cry all the time. Um, I'm just, I just show my emotions a lot more than he does. And so sometimes I would be like, well, he's not crying about me. He's not as upset as I am. Why am I always the upset one? And then realizing, no, that's not the case. He handles his emotions differently. You don't, I don't need to be crying on the phone to show that I love him every day. It's just, I think, figuring out what works for you and your partner, really. For me, that's, that was my biggest revelation, which sounds so silly because it's like, Maddie, why weren't you thinking of his emotions to begin with? Why, why weren't you thinking of him? And I thought I was, but not to the level or depth that I thought I was. So I think that's mainly what I've learned so far. Obviously, we are, God, I don't even think I've been away for a week. We're still in the beginning of this year and a half journey. We've done it before. I'm not worried about us. There's no worry in that sense at all. But It'll definitely be a learning experience, and I'm sure I will check in with you guys again about it all. I just wanted to bring this up, though, because I think it is important to think or to remember that 
long distance is hard and it's also hard for people with illnesses in maybe a different way. So there's lots of different factors that are going playing into people's relationships and distance can be a really hard one. And I just wanted to talk about it because it's something that's really, really, it's really big in my life right now. It's really prevalent. So I just wanted to bring it up. You know, I'm always talking about what's relevant in my life. Um, if you guys want to hear different topics or something new, please, please feel free to reach out. I know I'm always saying this, but I love hearing your guys' input. I love figuring out what you guys want to hear next. If you want me to go more in depth about something I've already talked about, I would love to do that. I know sometimes in episodes I fly by topics. And so if you want me to really zero in on that, just text or text me, just email brainfartpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to me on Instagram. I also have a Facebook page now, so you can reach out and like that. Um, It's just brain fart podcast. Um, So you can find me there. Also, um, I just wanted to give a little shout out. Look at me go. Uh, I want to give a shout out to another long distance couple who is going through my cousin Leah and her boyfriend John. John is a professional boxer. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool. And he actually has a fight coming up Friday. So I'll release this Thursday. If you hear it Thursday, his fight is Friday. Um, Team Dotto. If you're interested, look him up. He's really making his way in this boxing world. And I think that's really admirable. And I just wanted to give a little shout out for that long distance couple that is near and dear to my heart. So (laughs) good luck, John, on your fight. And everyone else, Good luck with what you're doing. If you've got anything big or significant coming up, I know summer's coming around. Maybe things will ease up and you'll have some time for yourself and time for your partner or just time for yourself, you know. Uh, So have a great whatever time it is and I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye.